This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry, and from the man cave, you know him, you love him, it is Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. Parker, what is going on, my dude? Man, just can't wait. One week out, we're ready for draft time. I'm sporting my old Jordans over here. Let's go, baby. Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining us tonight for our 2022 NFL mock draft here on DDS Sports Talk. Before we get started, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button down below for me. Give us a rumble on rumble. Follow us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And guys, before we also get started, we're going to go ahead and shout out Mill Creek. We're getting us some darlings in tonight, folks, because we are about to jump right in to our mock draft. Let's go ahead and crack, 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 crack the top. Oh, yeah. Doesn't get any better than that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Little darling, baby. Thank you, Mill Creek. Hard, hard to beat it. All right, guys. 2022 NFL mock draft here on DDS Sports Talk. We're going to jump straight into this, guys. So, Newberry, with the number one overall pick, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we have them taking Mr. Aiden Hutchinson, defensive lineman from Michigan. Yes. Was this this an obvious pick or what? So, the DDS crew has them taking Aiden Hutchinson. I'm still not convinced, Parker, that this will be the pick because I have no faith in what's going on with the brain trust there. Mm. yeah me either this is a consensus of all our picks of, of talking about it so it's kind of we had some different things in here and i like it but apparently balky wants uh trayvon walker the coaching staff wants hutchinson so who's going to win out on that i i think there are four or five guys i could make a case for here but i mean we think it could be one of four i believe i believe it could be hutchinson it could be Trayvon Walker. It could be Icky. It could be uh, Evan Neal. Um, yeah, I think it could be. T- I, I think a dream scenario for them, honestly, is well, one of these teams. Look, there are eight teams that have two picks in the first round. Mm-hmm. There are also eight teams that have no picks in the first round. I think a dream scenario would be trade out of that. And then get down into like the teens, a sweet spot where they can draft a wide receiver for Trevor. A quarter of the league's not picking. You're right. It's massive. And there are concerns with Hutchinson. Like he is not a home run hit. Dude is 32 inch and an eighth eighth of an inch arms, which is a seventh percentile, which is a problem for an edge rusher reaching around and grabbing the quarterback. It just if they could trade out of this, I think they wouldn't hurt me. Yeah, definitely take some pressure off of him. But no, yeah. if this is this is what the DDS crew settled on, yep. I like it. Yep. He is the 2021 Ted Hendricks Award winner, the best defensive end in college football. Take it all day. Keep it simple. Just take it. Absolutely. And Parker, we're moving on to the number two overall pick, the Detroit Lions. You mentioned him earlier already. Trayvon Walker. We have him going to the Detroit Lions in the number two spot. He's a defensive lineman from Georgia. Parker, thoughts? You know, as I said, Agent Hutchinson was in the seventh percentile as arm length. This guy's in the 95th percentile. He has all the measurables. Everything's off the chart. But if you want to hear my full rant, go back to our last podcast. This guy's going to be a bust. If you can't produce it, Georgia, you can't produce the NFL. Walker might be the sixth best player on Georgia's defense from last year. Well, because of combine hype. 
not only is he going to be the first offensive player from Georgia taken, although he was the sixth best, he could be the number one overall. I just don't like it. 31 pressures, a team high 15 quarterback hits, only six sacks. I mean, what does that say? Does that mean that he doesn't finish the play? He's got the traits. We all know he's got the traits. Yeah. And this is what Trent Baalke may <laughs> fall in love with at number one. Ooh. Because he he loves to take the athlete, Parker. And he did it in San Francisco mm-hmm. with Alden Smith. He did. And, and and there's the argument that he would take him because that San Francisco time, he was there with Hall, Harbaugh, right? So Hutchinson is Harbaugh's <laughs> guy. So just to piss Harbaugh off, Baalke could take this guy. God, I hope he doesn't <laughs> tie that together. Keep it simple. Bulky. I agree. Keep it simple. But uh, Trayvon Walker, I never would have thought it coming into this. I, uh, I've i been hearing a lot of noise around a quarterback at number two. Okay. But the DDS crew's not going there. Not here. Not up in here. Mm-mm. No. All right, guys. Hey, moving right along here to the number three overall pick, the Houston Texans are up next here. Newberry. Yeah. We have... Iki Aquanu, tackle from NC State, going to the Texans. Boy, you want to know what my initial thought is? He's going to be putting some jags on their backs. This is a big man, Parker. I mean, this guy, not only is he a monster on the field, but listen to this. This is an All-American at NC State. He had offers from Harvard academically. Smart guy. Smart dude. He's wanting to go out there and just bulldoze people. I think... I think maybe Neil may be the most ready offensive tackle, but this guy is a monster truck. I like the pick. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Just a quick thing on him. I think he's an elite run blocker. He's going to be amazing. If Texans can pick up a Kenneth Walker or something in the second, I mean, they could go from having no run game to an excellent one right off the bat. He could go number one. I think it's fair. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong, right? But that is the number one pick. Safe pick. All right, moving along again. Parker going up to Jetland. The New York Jets have the number four overall pick. They are going to be receiving Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive lineman from Oregon. I love it. In fact, if I'm Jags, this is who I'm taking. I think this is mm-hmm. the best, the, the best edge rusher in the entire draft. This guy was has been number one projected for years, and he just falls back because why? You know, people think he didn't care. I wouldn't have cared my senior year either. I already told, been told I was going to go number one for the past two years before that. I, I would be fine if if they took Hutchinson or, or Icky or, or or this guy. There are a lot of guys that could go number one, and I think when it's all said and done, Thibodeau is going to have the best career to these guys if it wasn't maybe for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair Look, enough. All-American from Oregon. As Parker said, he's been at the top of his class in high school, in college. And now because of one thing that he said in the draft process, you're going to knock him down. Look, I've got my note says he could be number one in this entire draft. The Jaguars don't have the balls to draft him. Yeah, well. But uh, I like the pick of Thibodeau here with the Jets. Yep, I think it's a solid pick. I think he's a top five lock and – I don't know. I, I don't I don't read too much into all the, the other stuff. But all right, moving along again here. Uh Newberry yeah. going back up to New York again. The New York football giants 
They're going to be selecting Evan Neal, tackle from Alabama. Right move? Um, I really like this guy. I think he's probably the most NFL-ready offensive tackle. Uh, All-American from Alabama. Only allowed two sacks in all of last year. And they, because they were Alabama, they played like 15 games, it seemed like. Um, 6'7", 345 pounds, like 21 years old. I mean, this guy can be a cornerstone for the New York Giants for as long as they want him to be. I'm not going to spoil who our pick is later, but if, if the Giants get who that we're mocking them to, they win the draft, right? And, and if Brian Dayball, new coach, can fix Jan- Daniel Jones like he figured out in Buffalo, this team could go from just the bottom of the basement to excellent. And I'm going to address this guy as Mr. Neal because he is a mountain of a man. <laughs> and, and he is just he's humble. He's going to be he's going to be playing right tackle for the Giants because they've got a left tackle and it, they're just going to show up that line. He's going to be Pro Bowl next year. This is how good he is. All right. Moving on to number six here, Carolina Panthers. Parker, we've got him taking Charles Cross tackle from Mississippi State. He's a true left. He's a true left tackle. Has been highly thought of all the way back to high school. He was a top-rated recruit back then. He's so well-rounded that he could also be a number one type pick. I know I've said that about five or six guys here, but there's no one that stands out. He is just going to start day one left tackle. Plug him in. He's going to be good to go. All SEC from Mississippi State. Um, I don't think that he is a number one pick type pick. I think he's perfectly beautiful in the top 10 but uh, i think icky and and evan neal are a different class in my mind but uh charles cross uh, this was a debate that all three of us had here with this pick and it's like the sexy thing to do at number six it seems mm-hmm. like is quarterback whether it was the panthers or someone coming up but uh look we all discussed it and it just doesn't feel like the right move in this draft. Right. So cross it is. And I feel very confident that uh, he's at worst, the sixth best player. I don't know that he's the number one, but. Uh, and we also had the discussion that we think they go get a quarterback, right? They're floating all over the place. Uh, yeah. I think that I think they absolutely do. And but, that's kind of looking over that because their next pick is like 131. Yep. They, they need players. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, New Bay. We teased it a little bit mm. earlier. Oh, I get to do the Giants again. Yep. Now we're back in New York again uh, with the Giants. We've got them taking Sauce Garner. It's cornerback from Cincinnati. It's Parker says. Parker says if they get this guy, plus who who they already yeah. picked, that they win. Look, we obviously here at the DDS crew have him as our number one cornerback. Uh, definitely, I believe he's a plug-and-play here in this situation. He's the 2021 AAC Defensive Player of the Year. And just giving some stability to to a secondary that needs it. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're up against Dak. I don't want to say you're up against Hurts, even though we think he's going to get some help here later in this draft. But uh, who wouldn't want to shut down corner? And you get him on a rookie deal. I like it. Dude, he could be he could be the next Revis Island. You mentioned he was the 2021 AA Defensive Player of the Year. He was also the 2021 Consensus All-American, the 2021st Team All-American, and 2019 the Freshman All-American. This guy's been doing it forever. In his entire college career, he has never, ever given up a touchdown. 
you wow. go back to his even his senior year in high school, you know, they play both ways there. He was in the championship game. He was a receiver, caught two touchdowns, and a cornerback locked down their best guy. This guy is legit. We may have him too up. Wow. <laughs> it's getting saucy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Parker. <laughs> Going down to Hotlanta. The Falcons with the next pick here. We have them taking Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. What do you think? This one's a little spicy. You know, yeah. uh, uh, people have different ones here. This guy's young of the consensus of the proje- projected top 20 receiver, 22 receivers. He's actually the youngest, which is one of the reasons I think he goes here. He's a Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. He's a go-up-and-get-it type of guy. He had to be with some of the balls that were being thrown to him. He's excellent in the, in the air. Like, you'll just see him. It, it's, it's, it's almost like he's in the air in slow motion thinking about where he's got to be. Um, he does need to work on some things, route running, drops. Last year he had eight drops, which would have been second in the NFL, but I think that's overlooked. The Falcons need a big time back. Do you know why it looks like he's floating? This this gentleman used to play collegiate basketball at USC. Mm. Uh, not only is he the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, but I want you to just close your eyes. Think of the Indianapolis Colts. This may be a better version of Michael Pittman Jr., Mm-hmm. Or just think of it. They're very comparable. They came from the same college. It is It is another one of those sexy spots about, oh, quarterback. But Marcus Mariota. Felipe Franks. Yeah. Get, get them some weapons, man. You can't just do it all with the tight end down there. They, they have to. They take a quarterback. What's he going to throw it to? Hey, Ridley's gone. Yeah, me. Julio ain't coming back. No. No. I, I like Drake London. All right. All right. Newberry. Yeah. Heading up to Seattle. This was another pick we debated. Yeah. This was highly, highly controversial here amongst us. Are we a little surprised here that we have them with Malik Davis, quarterback out of Liberty? I think, and I'll let Parker talk a little bit more about it. Is a, I think this is more of a pick of a where we think he might be gone by instead of necessarily tying him to Seattle, if that makes sense. Um, did you, we, did you we, feel obligated to throw it to, did we feel obligated as a group to throw a quarterback um, in here? Maybe in, in the, the top, top 10, 10, but I mean, I can, we can make arguments for Seattle taking him. I mean, I don't know that they're going to ride with what they got from Denver. Right. I mean, I give you my argument. I'll, I can say it in two words and be done. Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's he's god awful, and and honestly, if, if we involve trades in this, I would probably have Pittsburgh moving up in the top, moving up to get him. But we're not doing that; that's impossible. But this just feels like where he's gonna where he's gonna go. I mean, there's a ton of negatives with him. Like he couldn't get on the field at Auburn. He sat behind Jared Stidham for two years and then transferred to Liberty. He, he got sacked more than anybody in FCS last year. He got sacked 51 times. But I mean. He can absolutely rip it. And coming into the league, I am so tired of hearing over and over, he needs to sit, he's not ready to play. His rushing ability automatically makes him the second or third best rushing quarterback in the league. Maybe the second. It's not going to be Lamar. Second or third. He's right there. And and that's going to buy him some that's going to buy him some time. I, I really think that he's going to go top 10 somewhere. Somebody's going to fall in love with this guy. And and you know what? Of all the people that have bad quarterbacks starting, there is none worse 
this this gentleman in the past two seasons, Blake has accounted for seventy four touchdowns. That's the most in FBS. Nice in the last two years. A lot of the feedback that I've been hearing is that this gentleman right here may be the third best running back in this draft, and uh, it's kind of scary if you're drafting a quarterback to be a quarterback and. They're saying he's a running back. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the, is this a gimmick quarterback <laughs> situation? You know, I mean, we've seen the Mariotas come through. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson is Tebow. kind of an outlier. Tebow uh, was a first round. I mean, yeah. I mean, now we have Jalen Hurts that's kind of hanging around the NFL, who's not very good, quite honestly. But um, I don't know. I think he goes. I think he's going to go. I wish he would go number one because that means the Jags are going to get out of that spot. But. Yeah, there's a bunch of rumors. Compelled. There's a bunch of rumors. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying there's a bunch of rumors for. Well, you mentioned it earlier about a quarterback at Lions. It 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 it, it could be him, and it, if that is, it changes the entire draft and every pick. Yeah, Malik Seattle. Yep, let's round there out that is. top ten. Yeah, and uh, yeah, rounding out the top ten here, it seems like New York has taken you know three quarters of the freaking top ten. New York Jets with the number ten pick. The star wide receiver Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Yeah, they got 40% of the top 10. I mean, but listen to this Garrett Wilson. This is going to be a big one, but Garrett Wilson is the next CD Lamb. At least he would be, again, if it wasn't for the Jets. He he doesn't have a quarterback there either, but that's a whole other story. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's amazing before and after the catch. He's a little slender, so sometimes he can get out physical by some of these like sauce gardeners. But this guy is as ready-made to come in and be a star in the league as possible. I mean, he he was knocking out people at Ohio State. There's other massive receivers that we have projected to go in the first round that couldn't get on the field because of Garrett Wilson. They transferred to other, other schools. So Jets have been trying to get a wide receiver. They've been trying to trade for everybody. This is going to be their guy. Uh, Got to love his speed. Sub 4440. Um, I think what the quarterback – may need even more up there is just some completions. If they can get some quick completions to this guy, let him be an athlete that run after the catch. I think if you try to do a lot of max protect and make him go deep, I don't know if I trust the offensive line enough with the jets to give them enough time to do that. Get the ball out of your hand quick. I don't know if I trust anybody wearing a jets uniform at the moment. So, I mean, Thibodeau, we we got Thibodeau going there. I, I know, but he he's playing defense. <laughs> I mean, they need they need everything. They really yeah. need. There's not a wrong pick. You can just put these names in a hat yeah. and pull them out for the Jets, and they would need it. Absolutely. We're going to throw up on the screen here just a real quick uh, recap there of our one through ten picks. Um, got a got a few SEC picks in there. We have the obligatory quarterback in there as well. I think we had to. I think, yeah, well, whatever. But moving on to number 11, we have the Washington Commanders taking Derek Stingley Jr., that is, cornerback from LSU. Dude, I, we we talked about this. This could be, could be the number one cornerback. Mm-hmm. Arguably in this entire draft, we yep. went back and forth between him and Sauce, uh, Parker, I mean, this guy, he he led LSU, it seemed like, in 2019. I mean, he he was leading them with pass breakups and as a freshman, and then he had the injury. But uh, 
look, we we all argued it could be the best in this class. I think it's a good pick. I do too. Not only did he lead LSU in 2019, he had one of the greatest seasons in the history of college football for a cornerback. You know he was practicing against that year? Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Terrace Marshall. <clears throat> those were all the receivers that he was going up against. And if it wasn't for those injuries, this guy uh, was hyped. Him and Thibodeau were the, the two debated for the number one overall pick. That's how big time this guy was. All right. Stay with you, Parker. The number 12 overall pick goes to the Minnesota Vikings. We have them taking Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Tell me what you got. He's best safety in the draft. I mean, I don't think there's really any argument about it. He's one of the one players that people can, that's kind of what they jump on. Uh, he's, he's probably the best actually in a few years. He's not the fastest guy, but he has a trait you can't teach. He somehow sees the play happening a few yards before it happens. He's always in the right spot. It's going to be a perfect spot from Minnesota and very random stat. He was born on the Greek island of Crete. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, I, uh, man, I've heard it argued that he's a uh, top three-ish type player here in the class. Um, it's just hard to justify to draft a safety in the top five, ten. It's kind of unheard of. Um, he can be. I believe he will be a difference maker. Uh, the Last year, All-American as well. Uh, boy, I just – seeing him with the Vikings and hearing that damn horn. <laughs> when he does a pass breakup or if he gets an interception by God, um, I think the Vikings will like him. Yeah, I think he's a good fit. I really do. All right, everybody, staying with you, the number 13 overall pick goes to the Houston Texans. We have him – or them, excuse me, taking Jermaine Johnson, the second defensive lineman from Florida State. Another little argument, or I guess – Back and forth here, we had them taking Icky earlier. Uh, we were saying, is it defensive line or is it wide receiver here? I like the uh, defensive line. Jermaine Johnson uh, stood out a lot here at Florida State. Um, what I read about him was, Parker, when they start using the word, he's got good bend. Mm-hmm. Means he can get around that corner quick, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you can hand fight the offensive lineman, you don't have to outpower them every time. Yeah, a lot if of you that can have position that bend and move. Yeah, a lot of that is that bend and technique. You know, if you can do that at that position, you can be pretty successful. Not even having to be a really big guy. Yeah, I like it. It's good, crazy length, great agility, bend. That's the Harold Landry Ooh. type thing. More than him. Um, biggest downfall is just. His center of gravity is so big and upright that sometimes they can push him off, but I no, I love it. Good pick. All right, Parker. Number 14 overall pick going to Baltimore with the Ravens taking Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington. Yet another another one we had a little discussion right. about. I remember. Uh, we, we, but he's an easy sell in draft rooms. He's got a super high floor, should start immediately. Um, he's well-schooled in numerous different techniques. He does have a weakness, though. He is very small and will get beat on jump balls against big receivers. And during his college career, two interceptions, and none of those were last year. But the guy feels like a Raven. I know that sounds weird, but he just does. And they uh, they got decimated last year defensive back, so they've got to add something to this uh, core. And he is running up draft boards. Yeah, McDuffie, uh, we had some – our, I remember, I think, believe we were going back and forth between him and big boy Davis. We were. We were. Kind of plug in the middle, like a little baby Calais Campbell. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, 
McDuffie here, I mean, like we've said earlier in the podcast, anytime that you can get a cornerback and just let them play. Yeah. These are like, hey, the the left side of this field is good. That opens up so much more for creativity for the rest of the defense. Yeah. I believe it's a good pick. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Newberry. Going up to Philly for the number 15 pick, we have George Karlaftis going the defensive lineman from Purdue going to yeah. the Eagles. I'm going to admit I'm going to defer to Parker here a little bit because I don't know much about him. I, what I read was that just in general, he's an athlete. Was he, was he played other sports, right? Was it? Tell me he, more. Cause it's you, you, you're kind of right. I mean, that's really it. He, he's, he doesn't have any elite athleticism when he tested. Right. But the one thing that he does have undeniable power, knock you off your feet. Power, like one of the most powerful guys in the league. Another thing that's going to be down about him is he's like a Hutchinson I brought up. He's got 32-inch arms or shorter arms. It's harder for, for him to reach these guys. But when you think of Karloftis, you've got to think undeniable power. All right, Parker, right back at you here, going down to New Orleans with the, new, the number 16 overall pick, Trevor Penning, tackle from Northern Iowa, going to the Saints. I don't know what the Saints are doing since they traded to get into this draft or they're, they're going to move up, but they're going to take a pick here with Trevor Penning. And I got to be honest with you guys. I don't like this guy. It's a lot like Trayvon Walker to me. I, I think this is probably who they take, but he has all the measurables. He has all the traits and people a lot smarter than me say, Hey, we can coach this guy into an awesome tackle. He just doesn't have the refinement yet, but he again has all the skills and traits. <clears throat> um, my problem is, is I don't think he's a left tackle. Ooh, okay. He may be big and have all the traits, but I think he plays on the right side, and I don't know that he has the technique to play on the left side. Um, I think maybe the Saints' best move here is having two picks is let's move up, Saints. But you know these coaches. They, they, they're they're co- they're cocky guys. You know that, hey, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can do it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Newbay, number 17, going out west. The Chargers are going to select Jordan Davis. Look at that. Defensive lineman from Georgia. (laughs) Who would Look at that. He just wants to give you a nice big hug. That's all it is. Oh, my God. Jordan Davis. And he's got plenty of quarterback competition to hug in that division. Let me tell you, what we've learned, what I've learned in my 40 years on this planet, is quarterbacks don't like pressure coming up the middle. They 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 have the technique to get around the quick twitch guys on the outside. They can step up in the pocket. They can roll yeah. out. But when you have a monster man like this, <laughs> look, at, look at that. Coming right up the middle with his arms wide open, ready to hug you <laughs> and, and, and drive your soul into the ground. Oh god, That's a whole nother beast. And, and what they did in free agency with the Chargers is going to open up all kinds of holes. This, this is going to they're going to be flying around on that defensive line. He's the next John Henderson. He's that, he's that type of guy. Not only can he put pressure up the middle, this guy is an, an elite run stopper. The Chargers were one of the worst teams at stopping the run last year. So what do you do? You just put a big giant man in the middle of the line and say, go after it. If absolutely. they if they fall, if he falls here, and he absolutely might fall here, I think they run up for this selection. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that is you want to know what 
pressure in the middle is that it's that that guy Oof. that guy right there all right parker this one's for you going back up to philly number 18 overall chris olave the wide receiver from ohio state what do you think ohio state doesn't have a shortage of receivers over there no they don't it's kind of annoying this guy probably projects it's gonna sound bad but i don't mean it in a bad way but he probably projects as a really strong number two which is fine. If you're going to Philly, you've got Devontae Smith that you just took high last year. He's smooth when running. He's got great ball fit, uh, great ball skills, and he holds on to the ball. He didn't fumble it last year at all, like we talked about some people <laughs> earlier. I, I just think he's a good player. I mean, and Philly needs a receiver. It's simple as that. I think it's a good fit. Um, he may best be served out of the slot, even if they call him the number three, whatever. Just He's athletic enough to move around. He can make some moves after the catch. And that's and that's what Hurts needs. I mean, if you're going to throw the ball a little bit, you want the quick passing game yeah. and let your receivers make the plays. Um, we all agree that this is a good fit. And, and we can't let two Eagles picks go without a receiver being picked. Yeah. So it made sense right here. Yeah, they got to have those weapons. All right, Newberry, back down to New Orleans. Mm. The Saints are going to take in number the number 19 slot, Jamison Williams, the wide receiver out of, out of Alabama. Well, as much as I didn't really like Trevor Penning, uh, I'm going to admit to everybody right now that if this gentleman was not hurt, I would have wanted to mock him to the Jags at number one. And for the first I time. I mean, I don't blame you. And who was the last one, Parker? The name skipping me. The last one that went and won the receiver uh, from the Jets. God dang it. What was his name? Keyshawn Johnson? Keyshawn Johnson was the Keyshawn. last Just give me the ball. receiver to go number one. Keyshawn. And if there was any year, any team that <clears throat> needed that type of player, it would have been the Jags. Um, again, Trent Baalke wouldn't have had the balls to do it. No. I mean, but. I would I would have loved that. Um, any team that wants to draft this guy is going to have to have patience, obviously. Um, don't expect much from this year, but Saints, Saints are definitely a team that can have patience because from what we just did in the first round, I don't believe it's Jameis Winston. I don't think that they have their quarterback yet here, Parker, so – if any team can have the patience, it's the Saints. They may not wait. They may not get their quarterback till next draft. And That's Williams will be ready. Get you get your two guys at a project for one year, and the next year go get your quarterback. And 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 you're right. If it wasn't for the ACL injury, which we know is not a thing anymore, you come back from that just fine. I believe he had surgery January 22nd. It's usually like a 10 month injury. But I wrote down in my notes if it wasn't for that, he would be the unquestioned top wideout in this draft, and he still might be. Yep. He's got world-class field. This is thrown away around too much, but this is true. World-class field stretching speed. Uh, he's just, even if he doesn't get the ball, he's going to change how a defense has to play the field. Think a better Will Fuller when you look at this guy. Yeah. And he, produ and he produces, man. He had yeah. 1,572 receiving yeah. yards, 15 touchdowns. I he mean, led it all. It, it, I mean, at Alabama, everybody knew he was getting the ball. He he couldn't stop couldn't him. Stop it. Couldn't stop him. No. Couldn't catch him. Once he got the ball, there was just no catching him. I can't tell you how many slants. And you just watch him run a slant, and they catch the ball, and they just run for one hundred and fifty-six thousand yards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
All right, Parker, you've been waiting on this one. I know you have. Wind up big here, big guy at the 20 spot, the Steelers. We've got him taking Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. in Pittsburgh. From Pitt. Listen, I'm on board with this pick because I think it might happen. I just think it's really, really stupid if they do do it. Kenny Pickett, he's accurate. In the middle of the field. And if it's under 20 yards. You expect a quarterback to be highly efficient with his arms or his legs when he comes into the league, right? Well, he isn't at either one of them. (laughs) When you come into the league as a quarterback, time pass tends to take longer as a rookie. The game is faster, and it takes him longer to read the defense. If Pickett starts tomorrow, his average 3.3 seconds to pass would be dead last in the NFL. (laughs) And if history tells us anything, it will get worse. He is going to get murdered. As I continue. Small hands pick it. Guys, this is a real problem. I know people joke about it, but an NFL football is bigger than a college football. The only comparable quarterback is Goff, and he struggles in the cold weather, and his hands are bigger than Kenny Pickett's. My hands are over an inch bigger than Kenny Pickett's, and I struggle to throw a football NFL size. But wait, he played in Pittsburgh, right? He has to be good in cold weather, right? Okay, so let's see this. Last, I went like a psychopath yesterday into their schedule and went through every single day and every single game, saw what the game time temperature was. Let me go through this. September 4th, played in Pittsburgh, 74. September 11th, played in Knoxville, 80. September 18th, Pittsburgh, 83. September 25th, Pittsburgh, 70. October 2nd, Atlanta, 80. October 16th, Blacksburg, Virginia, 70. October 23rd, Pitt, 50. October 30th, Pitt, 56. November 6th in Durham, North Carolina, 52. November 11th in Pittsburgh, a very chilly 65 degrees. November 20th in Pittsburgh, 45. That was the coldest game that he played. November 27th, Syracuse, Dome. December 4th, ACC Championship, 55. December 30th, Dome. Pickett is a climate change quarterback. He wasn't good till his fifth year as the Pitt quarterback. He's a grown man playing against children. I would hope my senior year in high school, I would be able to beat an eighth grader. To put it in perspective, Pickett will be 24 when his rookie season starts. You know how old Sam Darnold is who's been in the league for four years? 24. (laughs) It's if Sam Darnold went and played for Pittsburgh last year. He should be able to beat up on anybody. Pickett is not going to be good. Bombs away, and ladies and gentlemen, that wraps the second tier. <laughs> That's yep. eleven through twenty. Yeah, pairs eleven through twenty are up on, on the screen, and golly, we're gonna have to somebody circle that number twenty down there. We're gonna have to clear off tiny the, hands. Pick it. The bomb dust that's all over this table. Golly, I don't. I mean, how do you carry on this show after that? <sighs> but we're gonna try here. Throwing it to you, Newberry. Right. Going up to New England, going to Foxborough with the number 21 pick, Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. I think the New England Patriots are in love with this guy. He is a two-time Buckus finalist. He is the captain, will always be known as the captain of the Utes. They're just getting a great football player here. Uh, we also tossed out the idea about safety and corner could happen but uh we like Devin Lloyd right here don't we Parker absolutely uh if he makes it here this is a no-brainer pick for for, for them and 
I mean, there's nothing really to say. It just fits perfectly. And just like, you know, they had a quarterback fall to him last year, I'm sure they're going to have the perfect linebacker fall to him this year. Absolutely. All right, heading up to Green Bay with the number 22 overall pick, Parker. We have Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, going up to cheese country. What do you think? Could, could be the still of the draft. <clears throat> this guy could go anywhere from 13 to 45, and it wouldn't shock me. He goes that high. I'm like, yeah, he's got all the measurables. He's awesome. And he goes that low. And it's like, yeah, they didn't really use him for anything. It may, they, Both of them make sense. Arkansas used him in such a weird way. It's so difficult to project this guy. But there is a lot of projecting. And if he pans out, think A.J. Brown 2.0. Woo. Man. That's dangerous. I mean, and he has a pretty good quarterback, too. Yeah. Coming from Parker, that means something. <laughs> it, it hurt him a little bit to say that. I mean, <clears throat> Parker said he could go as late as the 40s. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, he doesn't get past number 33 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> there ain't no way he gets into the 40s, man. I don't know, man. Balky might take a running back there. I can't believe uh, you just said that. I really can't. All of a sudden, he's got confidence in Balky to make a good decision. I'm, whenever he said 40s, I'm looking at my list. I'm like, how? Uh, how? I, mean, I don't think good. Is this baby AJ Brown right here? <laughs> if it's baby AJ it, Brown he's and he's available at 26, lineup. would the Titans take him at 26 <laughs> if he's baby AJ Brown? That's another podcast. Yes, it is. With the Titans talk. But uh, we'll see. I, you know, me, you know, my argument was uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want them to take a wide receiver. Here, I think it kind of like what we said earlier. You know, you can't get through two Eagles draft picks without mocking a wide receiver. Um, who we actually will reveal it later, but who we actually picked for the Packers with their next pick is who I wanted here in this spot. And then I was thinking another wide receiver, which we'll talk about at their next pick, but uh. The back end of this draft is sad, man, because I, I was hoping he sneaked into that second round level. Yeah. All right, Newberry, staying with you here, yeah. heading out west to Arizona. The Cardinals with the 23rd overall pick. Boye Mafe, defensive lineman out of Minnesota. I told you guys. Big old fella right there. I told you guys before we went on here, I, I don't think that the, the Cardinals are going to stay here. I think that they have a tradable commodity with Kyler Murray. I, I think it's over. I, I do. I, I don't think he's playing baseball, but I think I think it's over. But if he stays here, um, if the Cardinals are here, why not? I mean, some defensive line help, athleticism. He's going to have to chase down a bunch of quarterbacks in that West. I mean, that's that's all you can do out there. That's all. That's what he's good at, though. I mean, they lost Chandler Jones to, or about to Oakland, Vegas, and Mafe. He, he's terrible at run defense, but my God, he can go after the passer. And there you go. Yep. All right, moving right along here, going to the Big D with the number twenty-four overall pick, Parker. Cowboys are going to select Bernhard Ryman, tackle out of Central Michigan. Yeah, this fella. Big dude, Austria. I mean, yeah. Uh, the problem with him is a little bit of the Kenny Pickett problem. He's a little old. He's a little he's 20, <laughs> 24 and a half years old. Um, but he's he's one of those guys again that's got 
great skills and and all the the traits and all this stuff. He hasn't been playing the position that long. It's just people are really high on this guy. I mean, he's. I'm sitting here. I just pulled up a, a, a description of him, and it says. Uh, he's still developing his strength and technique, but he's fluid, balanced athlete with reactionary skills and awareness to match up against NFL speed. But what does that even mean? What does that even mean? What's you know, that? that's just a, it's like they're saying a bunch of stuff and they're not really, really saying anything. I, I don't really. Hey, we think we, know. we think he's going to be good. Is that what he's, what they're saying? I know. Yeah, good. Mill Creek. Yeah. There you go. But he again, short arms. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need his arms to be long. You know why, Blake? The shorter the arms, the more compact you are as a lineman. I think that lends better to run blocking, and I think that's <laughs> what your team likes to do. I know there's a lot of around this DAC and throw it to CD Lamb and throw it to who else? Schultz? Gallup? Gallup. Wait a minute. Who else? Because look, this was my argument here. I was like, if any owner Pollard. would would pray mm-hmm. that Traylon Burks was not drafted, he loves Arkansas. He does, right? Yep. So me saying that he doesn't get past thirty three with the Jags, who am I kidding? He wouldn't have got past Jerry Jones. No. I don't think so either. No, no, but not at all. But it wouldn't have been based on anything other than Arkansas. Yeah. But this guy, I think, is a will prove to be good run blocker, and uh, that's what that's where Dallas's money is made. Yep, because if you can run the ball, it opens up even bigger gaps for CD Lamb in the passing game. Absolutely, our new bear. This one's for you. Heading back up northeast, number 25 overall pick, the Bills are going to take Brees Hall, the halfback out of Iowa State. Okay, listen, he's the best um, running back in this draft. And uh, to have a mock draft without a running back in the first round seems asinine to me. I know you can get them in the fifth round, the sixth round. But uh, Josh Allen's going to like this pick. Uh, They've been for too many years, Parker. They've been going with this by committee with Singletary and Moss. I think this may bring some stability to the backfield. And Josh Allen doesn't have to be the running back anymore. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous part about what they've been doing over the last couple of years. But. I'm all, I'm all about not taking a running back in the first round, but it makes sense here. Um, and you're right, committee, they went Singletary, and I think they signed Duke Johnson. But I want to go on a limb here. Do you know who Brees Hall is? He's a better Jonathan Taylor, if you go by the numbers. They had the same 40 time. Hall tested better at every other test. The knock on uh, Brees Hall, they had a lot of co- carries in college. Guess what? He had 200 less than Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Can't argue with those stats. Hey, here comes the pick. Yeah, I know. This is what everybody in Nashville is for the two for, Parker. Tone blue pick. Yep. Here we go. At number 26, the Titans. A controversial pick, maybe. Zion Johnson, guard out of Boston College. Parker, a lot of hate going on around here in Nashville. For Tannehill, they are like, oh, we got to have us a quarterback. We need some wide receivers. Blah, 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 blah. We, we went a different route. The offensive line sucks. Like, everybody's gone. They need to bring some people in. I agree. We need a receiver, but, man, we had to run on them. Like, if you're reaching on get, going for another receiver, you're probably reaching at this point of who we yep. have. If Zion falls to the to the Titans, I think they, they'd they have to pick him. 
in high school, this guy was a no-star recruit for any big-time schools. The only place to recruit him was Davidson, which was a non-scholarship FCS program. His freshman year in college, he was 240. Now he's 312. I love this kind of pick, right? He's not the, the been the, the greatest thing since sliced bread since junior high. This guy was a nobody. This guy has an amazing twitch and can be a top-notch run and pass blocker. He's not a one-trick pony. His only downside is his balance and his vision when he's put at the tackle position, which is fine because he would play guard for the Titans. Think of this guy as the new Saffold for the next 10 years. He would be a great addition here, and uh, I'll let y'all react, but I, I do have two other players I want to mention here. Next uh, I mean, Zion Johnson, if he was on the Tennessee Titans last year, You've been the best right tackle you would have had. You can guarantee that. No. I mean, it's... old Questenberry over there laying on his backside, letting people uh, just run by. Poor Tanny Hill had to throw the ball when he didn't want to. Jeez. Oh, God. It's not a super sexy pick, but I agree with Parker. If you keep going to the well all the time, I mean, look, we we did pretty well with AJ, I'd say. Uh, we need to we need to sure up our offensive line with some 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 guys that we build up and we develop. Uh, I mean, because it's obviously a big hole we have right now. I mean, filling Saffold's shoes is going to be a big, um, uh, a tall order, and I think uh, maybe Zion can be the one to do it. I I, I did want to mention just since we're talking the Titans, there's two other players I do think they could go here, and one of them is Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. This guy's probably literally the best run blocker in the draft. Uh, when you measure big-time blocks, it's not Icky. It's not Neil with the big-time blocks in the most in this draft. It's Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Uh, the, they call him the group of five Icky. I mean, this guy fits what J-Rob and Variable want to do. He's, he's perfect. He's big. He's a physical guy. And to Brad's point, the problem with him is a lot like Questenberry, who was one of the best run blockers in the league, <laughs> he is a terrible pass blocker. The good thing is that Smith is supposedly really good on just pure athleticism, and you get him with an NFL coach instead of coaching Tulsa, and hopefully you can figure that figure that out. And uh, my final one would be George Pickens, wide receiver, but I'll go more into him later. Absolutely. Hey, all y'all write all this stuff down. It's amazing how much stuff that Parker says that like that, and, and just lo and behold, it ends up happening. Everybody write that shit down. All right, Newberry, number 27 down in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. They're going to be taking Kenyon Green, the guard out of Texas A&M. Why not? Tom Brady, unretired. <laughs> Let's get that offensive line beefed up. I mean, this man was a five-star recruit, Parker. He quickly moved from tackle to guard and in 2020. Second team All-SEC. He's got versatility. He can move positions. He can play tackle or inside at guard. He, from what I've read, he's a, he's a road grader in the run game, man. Uh, he's got some technique issues with pass block, but that'll I believe that will improve over the years. He mm -hmm. can learn there, but uh, I think it's a plug and play right away in Tampa Bay. It's it's perfect. They, you know what? You got forty five year old throwing passes for you. You need to protect him. And you don't really have to pass pro long. He's going to get the ball out quick. Oh, yeah. At Tom Brady's age, he's taking a couple steps back and getting rid of that ball. Yeah, he throws it three seconds faster than uh, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> All right, Parker. 
throwing right back to you here, going back up to the frozen tundra up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Number 28 overall pick, Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman from Georgia, going at 28. That's what we got. What do you think? I think the Packers got the best defensive lineman out of Georgia at pick 28 is what I think. Woo! Newberry's over here shaking. No, I say yes because I said that this should have been the Packers pick with their first pick. Okay. Okay. And then this spot should have been the wide receiver. Okay. The, the problem is I didn't think Burks was – well, it didn't matter. It, it, no. it, it, it still, They still got the same people. I, maybe, maybe I just wanted Burks to go to Dallas <laughs> in our, in our mock and then have Green Bay that's take Watson. What it is. Yeah. But whatever. I, I, this, this man is a great pick. Yep, absolutely. Sticking with you, Newberry, here. Yeah. Unless, y'all, unless you got anything else there, Parker. I don't mean to nope. cut you off. No, it's right. perfect. Moving on to 29, Newberry. Heading out to Daggum, Kansas City. Number 29, George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Just giving Patrick Mahomes some more, you know, more ammo. Reloading, right? I mean, probably better than any team. When we talk about uh, the Saints earlier saying, you know, have patience with Williams. You know, if Pickens is not ready right from the jump, who cares? He's He's got Patrick Mahomes. He's got Andy Reid. Yep. Uh, this guy is going to be explosive when ready. He doesn't have to be ready in the preseason. He doesn't have to be ready in the first quarter of the season. But you've got to respect the athleticism here. And he's going to be bringing it every Sunday. Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback. I say this is a five-star pick. I like it. Boom. Mr. George Malik Pickens. He goes by his middle name, by the way. He really? is he is a true number one in a draft full of weird burks. What do we do with this guy? Or little slot guys or fast guys or all this stuff. This guy's a true ex receiver. Think AJ Green 10 years ago. He is you're getting him at a discount here because of the injury lot, like we talked about earlier. Much like I thought he was gonna be number one. I think he would be number two if he played all last year. Uh, he does need to chill out a little bit. He gets a little fiery on the field. He's been you might remember this one, Blake. He's been ejected. And suspended for throwing uh, punches in a game, and he was actually mm-hmm. flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct for spraying water it. on the Tennessee player over on the side. I remember it. Yeah. So, so there are some things to make him fall, but you just kind of get in line when you're playing. Man, you get a chance to play with Patrick Mahomes, you behave yourself, and I, it, it just, you know what? The these players always fall to the best teams, and it's going to happen. I believe we talked about it with with the Patriots. It's going to happen here with the Chiefs. Yep, and daggummit, they got two freaking picks in a row. Back to back. <clears throat> Number 30 pick, back in freaking Kansas City. Again from the University of Georgia, Lewis Seen, the safety from Athens. You know, we, go ahead. Well, we think not you, buddy. Oh, it's my because I was like, I was yeah. trying to remember which place yeah. we were on. You know what? Another player that's when the top five defensive players from Georgia going here again, I'm just going to keep taking shots at Trevor Walker, by the way. Uh, and he didn't have to do a lot, honestly, like he, he should be pretty fresh. He's a really good enforcer. He's great against the run. It's just a position that they need to replace. They, they, they lost the honey badger. They signed some guys. It's not as good. They need to upgrade the position. They're just looking for BPA at this point. And I think this is probably the guy on the board. That was my main note was a athletic to replace honey badger. I mean, to Parker's point, because we called it 
out all year with the college football stuff. The Georgia Bulldogs had that NFL-ready defensive line. The defensive backs only had to cover for two seconds (laughs) at worst. I mean, it's maybe it's a little prove it here. Um, I think it's probably – actually, you know what? Um, Between this gentleman and Dax Hill – is another name I have written down. Um, I I completely believe Kansas City goes safety with one of the picks. This is the one DDS has singled out. Yeah. All right, Newberry, getting close to the end here. Okay. <laughs> Number 31, going back to the Daggum Cincinnati Bengals from Daggum, Ohio. Number 31 overall pick. <laughs> Tyler Linderbaum. Hey, this is Parker's, him a center. Fa- Parker's favorite college team right here, Iowa. The Iowa Hawkeyes. We're going to get Parker's take here in just a minute. He knows all about Linderbaum. He's seen all 11, 12 games of the last year playing. This is another player which I wouldn't mind for the Jacksonville Jaguars to at least have an option. I don't know that they would ever take him with the first pick in the second round, but uh, I've read he's graded as one of the best prospects at center in a long time parker i mean this this guy is nfl ready pro bowl potential um joe mixon would love to run behind him i mean and if he provides any pass pro for burrow i mean it's a it's a home run pick yeah he i'll tell you who he is he's jeff saturday that's scary hey uh i mean he is He's the be- I mean, I know it's a crazy comparison, but he is the best. We talk about hey, we who's the best re- receiver? Who's the best offensive line? There is no question who the best center is in this draft. There's not even a lick of it. The problem is he can only play center. You're not putting him anywhere else. Which I mean, that's not a bad thing. He's a smart guy. Um, uh, the, the the Bengals go went from having one of the worst offensive lines in the league to honestly, if this pick happens, they might have top three. <laughs> and he could fall. I mean, there's some things about him, you know, the, the short arm thing, which is good for a center, honestly. But I think it's a great pick. I, I really do. In fact, I thought about him for the Titans. I, I mean, I know we have a center, but Ben Jones could play guard, and he's getting up there. It's time to – I just he is going to fall and want to be one of the steals of the draft. Freaking Joe Burrow. Daggummit. It says one of his weaknesses is that he weighs less than 300 pounds. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's a, if he's going up against Jordan Davis, it may not be a good uh, day for him. <laughs> At least Davis is out west. Woo! But I don't know. Baltimore could pick him. Baby Calais. Yep. If Baby Calais gets picked to Baltimore, then Cincinnati's got problems. Yep. All right, Parker. <clears throat> the last one we've left for you. Say it ain't so. The Lions. David Ajabo, really? Defensive lineman from Michigan. This was Parker's baby right here. Yeah, got a little, got a little weird on this one. If if we were doing trades, what I really think happens is the team trades into thirty-two to pick up one of these quarterbacks at the very end. But Ajabo was projected to be a top sixteen guy. He tore his Achilles. He's going to miss this year. The Lions suck. They're not going to do anything this year. You've got plenty of time to let him sit. And come back, and he, you could have got in just an unbelievable. Think of it like a Jeffrey Simmons type thing, just an unbelievable player, but but twice as late. And if you get him in the first round, you have the opportunity to get a fifth year contract out of him. So it's not like you only have a couple of years left. You take him later. You can you can you can pick up that option and have him a little bit longer. 
you're just getting the absolute massive discount of he is not playing this year. I quite frankly think they pick him here because Detroit's stupid. Yeah, I mean, this just seems like a Just hear me out on this as the Jags fan. Okay. The Jags fan believes they're going to do the right thing and take Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. It's going to break their damn hearts. And they're like, we got to take someone from Michigan. What do we do? (laughs) I mean, who else can they draft here from Michigan? No one. So they're going to do this because they feel compelled to. And quite frankly, Parker was right. They're not doing anything this year. They're not doing anything next year. No. Hell, they're not going to do anything for the next six years. Nope. You know why? Jared Goff. <laughs> they're just simply not, man. Golly. Walker. Really? That's the reason you, we don't have him taking Malik because how good is he really? So t- build up these other players and go next year and maybe have an opportunity to get that quarterback. Because if you take a quarterback, you, you take Malik and what? You win, five, you win five games instead of three? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> no. Yep. Well, guys, hey, that's the first round. There's the, the round out there, 21 through 32 there on the screen. Um, first round. Mock draft, 2022, NFL. It'll be interesting. A lot, we, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears I, went into that yeah, list. I think we got a lot of names right. I'll be interested to see the order. Um, you know me as the stats guy. Yeah. I'm going to compare what the real order is compared to DDS mock draft. I mean, it's, it's it, you know, when they start trading up and all that kind of crap, it's, it's you know. You can't walk. Kind of, you can't. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't predict that, really. I, I there's a website that tracks uh, it, just how difficult it is to actually get the draft right. It's like the March Madness of of you know draft picks when you're doing this. Last year, there was a guy from Underdog Fantasy that had the most correct picks in the history of this website. They've been doing it for decades. That keeps up with the the, the people pro- projecting the draft, and he had 16 picks right, and that was the best that they've ever ever done. And last year was pretty, pretty obvious. Like the top four or five, I feel like we kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah. But as, uh, as much as it's hard to get these draft predictions right, you know what isn't hard to get right? Mill Creek. Knowing who makes a good beer. That's right. Mill Creek. Let me tell you, these darlings, they did it tonight. They did it. Crushed it. I feel good about it tonight. But hey, guys. Oh, hey, before we get into all this, uh, you. After this, next week, what we're probably going to start, what we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks, next, probably Friday. Next Friday. We'll have a little uh, reaction show yep. to round one. Yeah, we're going to react to round one. Maybe even discuss a little bit about how we think the Titans did in round one. Maybe they you know, made the right pick. Maybe they picked exactly who we thought they were going to pick. Uh, but then the following week, we're going to react as we're going to give draft grades. Oh, Parker going to love that. We might even have a special guest. We'll see. We'll see. We may have a third, a third feed coming in that day. Uh, but we'll see about that. But anyways, more to come. This is, I mean, always the, the draft is always the, the talk of the town, so to speak, in Wait the NFL community. Did you say someone's going to be breaking up the DDS party? maybe i don't know yet we have we have not confirmed yet who are you mystery man that they may or may not be here but we'll see but uh anyways thanks for joining us tonight guys on this our 2022 nfl mock draft 
Appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at DDS Sports Talk as well as on Instagram, DDS Sports Talk. Go ahead and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Rumble. Give us a Rumble. Why not? And you can always catch the audio versions of all these podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Samsung, Audible. I may have already said Audible. Go ahead and follow us there. Check us out. Guys, closing thoughts. Give me Bailey Zappi over Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Give him one more bomb. And my final thought, the Jacksonville Jaguars shock the world and take Jamison Williams (laughs) number one. Good grief. Guys, I'm going to tell you one thing that's always for certain. Two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well. (laughs) 